from California. It is uh, nine o'clock here. I am Francisque Savignan, the founder and CEO of ePortrade. Welcome to webinar number 92 or 93, right, Judy? We started yeah. to count them all last week because we had to, a question from uh, uh, someone says, how many have you produced? So this is actually number 93. So good morning, Judy. Do you want to tell us a little bit what we're going to be doing today? Yeah, we're very fortunate to have Coletta Motorsports and two of their great brands sponsors with us today. Um, I'm thrilled about having them. We have Bob Lawson with Coletta Motorsports, Dave Jones, DHL, and Tony Merritt at Mac Tools. Excellent. So I'm getting a signal from our producer, Reed Keneski, who is going to be bringing our three uh, guests and three panelists on, on the screen right now. And to host this wonderful webinar, we have the terrific Brad Gilly. Good morning, Brad. How are you today? I'm great. How are you doing, Francis? Excellent. So this is going to be a first that we're going to be talking about sponsorship. Uh, usually we focus more on, on tech uh, webinars, but this is going to be a terrific one. So I see Bob on screen. I see uh, Dave and I think Terry's on. So Brad Gilly, you're in charge and we'll see you in the next uh, 55 minutes. Good morning, right, gentlemen. Awesome. Thank you very much, Francis. We appreciate that. And uh, thrilled about this one for sure, just simply because, as Francis mentioned, a lot of times we're talking about new parts and pieces, new technologies in the racing industry, a lot of things that racers can really benefit from. Well, this is absolutely something that racers can really benefit from, because as we all know, it's partnerships, it's sponsorships that really help make the world go around in this business, in this, in this industry. And a lot of times, Sponsorship could be maybe misunderstood and really how it's effective and what truly makes it work for all involved, not only for the race team, but the sponsor themselves and for the customers who are out there watching these billboards go really fast around the racetrack. But as we all know, it's way more than just the billboard. So to introduce our panelists, first of all, we have Bob Lawson, uh, the business manager from Team Kalita. We also have Dave Jones, the regional customer, uh, regional customer manager from DHL Americas, and Tony Merritt, the vice president of marketing sponsorships with Stanley Black & Decker and Mac Tools. And uh, gentlemen, first of all, I'll say hello to you each individually and let you know as well that as we go along, as we have questions, some of those might be directed to you, but if anyone else wants to follow up on an answer, you are absolutely more than welcome to do so. And if you're watching right now, if you have a question for any one of our panelists, just type that into the chat feature and we'll see how many questions we can get out there as well. But I think we're gonna have a fun hour here uh, with today's race industry now. So uh, Bob Lawson, first of all, let me just start with you with Team Kalita. Uh, you've been with uh, in this industry for a long time and you've been with Kalita for a long time as well. So so kind of give us an overview of some of the things as it relates to the team side of things and sponsorship that you had on your mind to talk about today. Hey, thanks, Brad. I really appreciate you and everybody at Epart Trade allowing us to do this. Uh, I've got some good friends with us today, both Antonio and Dave. And, you know, being an industry that, that we've all supported uh, for a long time, you know, we've got a guy here at Coletta Motorsports. This is his 62nd year of doing this. And, uh, he supported NHRA drag racing. He's one of the icons in the sport. And without the businesses that support us day in and day out at the racetrack, uh, Connie, as many people know, uh, has an aviation business. But it, quite frankly, it's the racing that motivates him to build the aviation business to, to the where the level it is today. But it's great partners. And in today's economy and today's challenges with so many other forms of motorsport and other forms of technology out there. Uh, we really fight tooth and nail every day to, uh, to find the sponsorships to help keep these programs going. So uh, just thought it was a great platform for us to be able to talk to some other racers out there, whether they're professional sportsmen, what have you, to kind of give them a little idea of the things that we've done over the years to have a 20 year relationship with Tony and Mac tools or the B2B elements of, the DHL partnership that we've had since 2007. So to build these long-term partnerships, it takes a lot of infrastructure and a lot of effort on a lot of parts. And you gotta be flexible with the way things have changed from a technology standpoint. So we just thought it would be kind of a great way to, uh, to tell us how, tell everybody how we do it and, and hopefully provide some insight to how other racers can find the funding to, uh, to come out and compete as well. 
Yeah, and I think this is a great forum to be able to do that. Uh, Tony, let me go to you next. First of all, let me say that is probably the most incredible office and background that I've seen on any type of Zoom call that I've been on here in the last year or so. So, uh, But it obviously shows a lot of experience and a lot of great memories in this business. But for Mac Tools, celebrating 20 years together with Kalita Motorsports, if you would just give us an overview of that partnership and how things have gone. Yeah, absolutely, Brad. Thank you. Thanks so much. And coming from you, that means a lot because I know you see a, a lot of Zoom backgrounds. So thank you so much. So, uh, but hey, you know, as Bob said, you know, um, you know, Mac Tools, 20 years. You know, I can go back to when we started this back at, at, the, at the Mac Tool Gator Nationals many, many years ago. We, we started having conversations. You know, we really looked at Connie as an icon in the sport. You know, not only Connie is uh, the team owner, but owning Coletta Air and having, you know, 3,000 plus technicians in Oscoda, what a better place to uh, invest and partner uh, with, uh, you know, people using tools on a daily basis. So, you know, uh, I've had the, the uh, you know, Bob says Tony and Mac Tools, but this is about Mac Tools. This is not about Tony Merrick. This is about how Mac Tools can take care of their customers how they can take care of their franchisees, how we can put tools in those technicians' hands working on that 11,000 horsepower top fuel dragster and showing how durable our tools are and uh, that they need to be buying Mac tools versus any other tool brand. So it's been an amazing journey over the last 20 years. I've been able to be a part of it with Bob and Connie and everybody at Coletta Motorsports. And, you know, it's just, a, uh, we're just so proud of uh, this sponsorship and how long we've been been a part of. That's wonderful. And, and Dave, uh, I'll turn it to you now. You know, as, if we talk about B2B, I don't know that there's a, a better combination when you look at Kalita Air and DHL and everything. And I know you've got 24 years of experience in the industry and obviously being able to work with Kalita Motorsports. Give us an overview of DHL's uh, partnership with Kalita and how things work with that. No, I appreciate it, Brad. Um, you know, Bob and Tony said it best. It's been a heck of a partnership and started back in 88 with Connie flying freight for us um, from JFK to Brussels, which expanded from the U.S. to the Middle East. Uh, now he's our largest interline haul uh, operator for us within DHL. So it's been an absolute phenomenal partnership since 88, but since uh, 2007 when we joined the motorsports. Um, the brand awareness we get on the cars and the speed, uh, it's just amazing. And working with Kalita and the whole team has been an absolute pleasure. I'm relatively new to the NHRA program. I came on about four years ago uh, to help support uh, the Kalita team. Me being based out of Detroit seemed like a good fit with uh, Kalita being Ypsilanti. And what we've been able to do over the last four years on the B2B has been pretty incredible. So uh, not to mention that I love NHRA and the whole experience. So that helps out. But uh, we've achieved quite a bit in the last four years, and I look forward to the next uh, 10, 15 years. Great. You know, Bob, um, when we start talking about sponsorship and going out there and finding partners to support the race team and to support everything that you're doing, you know, sometimes people can have a narrow view, as I mentioned, you know, some people look at it as a, a you know, in this case, a 300 plus mile per hour billboard, or, you know, we're going to get you exposure, we're going to get you great signage. But when I first got into this business and started learning about sponsorships, I learned real quick, it's about creating partnerships that make sense. And sometimes those partnerships make sense from a hospitality side of things. Sometimes they do make sense from an exposure side of things. And sometimes they make sense with business to business relationships and different things like that. So whenever you're talking to sponsors, maybe it's a Tony or a Dave, or maybe it's someone new that you're looking at bringing in, what are some of the things that you talk about? What are some of the things that race teams really have to offer just beyond what we actually see on television? Uh, it, it's a combination of everything, Brad. Uh, quite frankly, there's there's no one key element anymore. When you know, again, the the days of let's let's just put a big logo on the side of a car, those don't exist anymore. The fortunate part of NHRA is that the accessibility that our drivers and our fans have to to really get close up close and personal, and it, there's, it's like no other sport, whether it's a stick and ball sport or or any type of motorsport. So that attraction in itself helps start it because our fans are so passionate and they're so brand loyal, quite frankly. So we take a piece of that. And if we're looking at a, a, a Tony or a, 
uh, Dave, those, those things have evolved over the years. But when you talk about new companies and all the attributes that not only Coletta Motorsports has, but the NHRA has, it, again, you start with the accessibility. So where does that lead into? We do have a pit side VIP experience that allows people kind of the backstage opportunity. So that helps, uh, again, with Tony and both Dave, where they're, they're bringing customers, whether they're uh, a chance to, to develop a new franchisee for Mac Tools or, or Sealmaster or DHL bringing in a, a you know, Fortune 100 company as a guest to give them an experience that they've never had before. So the hospitality piece for us is a very big part of it, just because, again, the drivers are super engaging. You can educate the people about what's going on throughout the day. Most fans, if they're there, they're going to be a, some type of automotive enthusiast. So to see what our teams do, you know, whether it's the drivers packing the chutes or the clutch guy pulling out a clutch that, you know, we race for less than four seconds and have a tremendous amount of work that has to go on in between those races. So that's a show within itself. So uh, I tell everybody we're in the entertainment business. So when you're in the entertainment business, you got you to put it on a good show, whether it's in the pit area and that VIP experience, whether or not it's on the racetrack where you can get some excellent Fox and Fox Sports One exposure, which has really helped our sport grow, or you're entertaining somebody that they have an experience that they maybe not have had for several years and it reminds them of going to an, an amusement park, uh, but they get to do it as a family. And that's the other big attribute to our sport is they can start racing junior dragsters at five years old now. So both JR and Sean on our teams, both DHL drivers, they, they started there and grew into funny car and, and top fuel drivers. Doug's a little bit of anomaly. He stepped right into a into a top fuel car, but that's just who Doug is. He's one of those guys that he's, he is super smooth, but it's an encompassing partnership. When we go out and look for new partners or someone approaches us, it starts with a business plan. What are the key factors for them based on all the attributes that we have? And whether it's a, a technology piece where we're developing with NGK, like a, a new nitromethane spark plug or with mobile one on a, on an oil development that, that's gonna help us perform better. Those type of partnerships are just as important as somebody you know, writing a check. And, and that's the beauty of this because when you have Connie's business behind us, as Tony mentioned, there's so many other opportunities to grow those B2B partners. Now, I wanna ask uh, both Tony and Dave pretty much the same question. And you know, Tony, for you first, I mean, you guys are involved in so many other forms of motorsports as well. And through Stanley Black and Decker, you really touch a lot of forms of motorsports, as do you, Dave, as well. But, you know, for a race team, you know, their needs are, I'll just simplify it down to, they need support. And sometimes that support could just simply be financial. Sometimes that support could be uh, technological. Sometimes it could be logistics, whatever it might be. But your needs as a sponsor, and when someone is talking to you, Tony, for example, and saying, okay, you know, here's what we have to offer. What can we do for you? How does someone actually first, you know, what questions does someone need to ask really to understand what your needs are to see what they can do uh, to get the most out of a potential partnership? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, underneath the Stanley Black and Decker umbrella, we have multiple brands. So, you know, you know, Mac Tools is with Coletta, uh, but, you know, we have DeWalt, we have Stanley, we have Black and Decker, we have m multiple brands. And, you know, um, Bob goes back to, you know, years ago, it was about sticking a decal on a, re on a race car, you know, it was putting a logo on a race car. And you want, how many logos can we get on race cars? Um, it has nothing to do with that nowadays, you know. Whenever a new marketing leader comes into the business, the first thing that they ask me is, you know, well, how do you base, you know, or your sponsorships? What's your KPIs? Uh, and, you know, each one of our brands stand for something, you know, and they all have their different KPIs that they, that, that we look at. And big, big part of it's demographics and things like that. And, you know, so when we look at a sponsorship, we basically look at four things. It's, it's pretty simple and it's easy. You know, we want to be visible. You know, whatever we go into, whether it's racing, whether it's Major League Baseball, whether it's soccer, whatever it may be, we do want to be visible. Vis visibility is important. You know, we want our, our brands to be seen. But, you know, Brent, Bob was talking about number two would be what kind of customer experience are we going to be able to give that customer? Um, whether it's a new franchisee, whether it's a, a, a shop owner, um, whatever that may be. 
you know, we've got people at, at the Masters this week att attending the Masters. You know, what kind of experience are you going to be able to give that customer? So that's number two. Number three, you know, it's B2B. You know, how are we going to drive revenue with this partnership, whether it's creating a, a sweepstakes, whether it's creating a, um, um, uh, a promotion at a retailer, um, or whether it's selling our products and services to Dave and DHL for them to service their uh, trucks, their planes, um, um, or selling in security to them. And um, I just got a question, what's a KPI? You know, uh, you know key performance indicators is, is what KPI stands for. So it kind of threw me off guard there, but uh, as I got that question up. But that's what a KPI is, and that's what everybody wants you well what's those key performance indicators that uh is going to determine whether we sponsor sponsor this or not so one's visibility two's customer experience three's you know driving revenue and three is basically living out our purpose you know stanley black and Def decker is you know for those who make the world how do we make the world better not only with our products and services but with our partnerships we put together you know um you know coletta has got their partnership with a Kid Again Foundation, amazing, amazing partnership that they put together there. So Coletta is helping people. And how can we as Stanley Black and Decker continue to help people too? So exposure, experience, revenue, and living out our purpose uh, is, is how we kind of look at every partnership that, that we, uh, we entertain. And how about you, David? I'll even expand on that a little bit too. You know, if I'm presenting to you or if I'm presenting to a sponsor, obviously I'm going to, you know, sell what we have, but I also need to start asking questions about what your needs are as well. So relationships like that and developing those and making sure someone's asking the right questions. What are you looking for? Nope. For some reason we can't hear you, Dave. No, it doesn't show that you're muted, but no. I'll tell you what, while you work on that, yeah, I, we, we don't hear you right at a second, but uh, while you work on that, I'll, I'll jump up to Bob real quick. Um, you know, Bob, as you're developing relationships, again, you have to ask these questions. Maybe you have an idea in your mind of what a potential sponsor might want or what they're looking for, or as you already have these relationships going, they tend to evolve over time as needs change. So uh, kind of give us an overview of that and what you look for and really from the team side of things, how you help get the most out of that partnership. Well, Brad, honestly, I think last year is the best example that we could provide is uh, no one saw what we went through with COVID coming and uh, we're still living it to a degree. But when, when you take your, your sport and you do you know your daily livelihood and, and all your partners and what they invest in you to do, and you can't do it, you have to really come up with ways to determine how can we help keep this thing going? How can we stay relevant? How can we return, you know, provide a return on investment for them that isn't even, wasn't even on anybody's radar? So, um, you know, this is a perfect example of a Zoom. We met a lot of partners last year via Zoom. We, we added some new partners and hadn't even had an opportunity to meet them at the racetrack or talk to them and shake their hand and, and say, thank you. Um, we had to do it virtually. And so we also had to evolve from how do we continue to support companies like, you know, Mac tools and, and DHL as just the two examples. I mean, we tried to do this for all of our partners and, you know, what we did is DHL, their marketing staff come up with ways for our drivers one of the big initiatives for their 5,000 couriers out there, 4,500 to 5,000 couriers that drive and deliver packages every day in the U.S., they, they, we want to help safety. Safety is what it's all about because they need to get home to their families every day after spending you know, all day on the road. And, and same goes for the, the, the Mac tool distributors that are out on the road trying to sell tools. And they want to go home to their families every night and they want to do it safely. So our guys would get on a zoom and talk about those strategies of, Hey, this is, you know, I might be going 330 mile an hour, but this is what I look for when I'm going down the track, but I also use it in my daily life. Um, so it is, you try to bring it back to 
a personality that somebody tells you what it's like to go 330 mile an hour, but asks you not to do it, but also wants to make sure that we can be engaging with them. So thanks to Zoom and thanks to, to all of our partners who were extremely flexible, we were able to engage with a lot more people than we thought we could. And that helps keep things going along because we were all fighting the same challenge. And so when you can do that and people can learn new things and still get an opportunity to engage with our drivers or our crew chiefs, you know, from a technical perspective or, or a driver perspective, there's still personality involved. And that's the beauty of our sport. You know, the, the mentality of people that who want to go 330 mile an hour is different than somebody that doesn't. And so when you can have that conversation and feel like you walk away from something, it just makes that experience when we do get back to the racetrack that much better. Uh, one of the big things for us from a business perspective was we hosted our first, first virtual B2B where we had 44 partners on, on a Zoom call. And we introduced everybody and there was a lot of cross engagement on, hey, you're new to us and we haven't shaken your hand yet, but I really feel like there's an opportunity here for both of you or all of you to work together. And uh, that, that still pays dividends to this day. Dave, we have you back by chance. Uh, yeah, let's see. I, I think, I don't know if, uh, we'll see if we get you a little technical help on that. I, sometimes the miracles of modern technology don't always work the way that they always need us to. Um, we'll, we'll transfer over to communication. We'll get back to you here in just a moment, Dave. Um, communication. Uh, oh, did, was that you, Dave? Did you jump? Okay. Uh, communication, um, Tony, for you, what are you looking for from the race team? Because again, it's always about follow-up and, you know, yeah, it'd be really easy to send you results and say, Hey, we want another Wally this week or something like that. But, but realistically, you know, there's a lot of back and forth and there's a lot of planning and, and just really everything that goes into it. So what do you guys look for either from ahead of time host event, you know, and maybe what they were able to deliver to you and, and all of that as it uh, covers everything. Yeah, you know, um, um, communication's key, you know, no matter whether it's a partnership, uh, you know, my wife, I've got to communicate with my wife or it's not going to work, you know, um, but Coletta, you know, has done a great job. We do biweekly calls, you know, uh, as races are coming up, you know, making sure things are being taken care of, you know, we get all of the, uh, um, Visibility numbers, you know, exposure information reports sent to us. Somebody asked a question a few minutes ago, what's ROI, return on investment? You know, um, I, I'm trying to look at the questions as they come up too. So, you know, but it's all about return on investment, whether that is exposure, whether that is, you know, through B2B. Bob was talking uh, a little bit about um, B2B. And, you know, every, you know, when we go into a sponsorship, a partnership. I like to call it a partnership yep. versus a sponsorship. Um, you know, whether it's Coletta and being able to sell security and tools and fasteners to DHL or Toy Toyota or whoever that may be, that's what this is all about. It's about and it sounds like Dave's coming in and out there on us. Um, but you know, communication is key in any partnership. And we do weekly calls, bi-weekly calls. Um, you know, we do meetings at the track when we're able to get there. But, you know, Bob was talking about uh, Zoom. And, you know, last year we had to be agile. We had to make a really quick change in, in March and April. And how do we take that experience and bring it to our customers? And we started doing meet and greets over Zoom before races and giving our customers the opportunity to ask questions to that driver before they strapped in that, that car. Um, we did our first dealer conference where we took a huge um, company that we was doing business with and we did a, a virtual happy hour at a conference that they had. And we brought in Doug Coletta, we brought in Chip Foose, we've been in, brought in Joe Gibbs, our NASCAR driver. And we give everybody an hour to ask questions to those personalities. Those are things that some of our competitors don't have access to. So we had to be agile. We had to make changes very quickly through this pandemic to, to keep our programs and, and show that return on investment with our customers. And even though that it was uh, online, it was pretty, you know, it's pretty cool to personally sit there and ask 
Doug Coletta, hey, what's it feel like to go 330 miles an hour? Chip Foose, what does it, you know, what is it like building million dollar cars? And, you know, and, you know, Coach Gibbs, I mean, three Super Bowls, four championships, not the normal, not, normal people don't get to have conversations with those people on a daily basis. Yeah, very well said. All right, Dave, we got you back, which is awesome. And, and don't feel bad. This happened to me like during a television interview the other night, too. So it, it, uh, it's one of those things. But uh, let me circle back around to um, in, in engaging with sponsors and trying to find new partnerships or really continuing to develop partnerships, figuring out what your needs are as a sponsor. What does a race team need to do? I think we lost you again, Dave. <laughs> it, that's okay. It works when your phone works, um, but uh, we had you there for just a minute. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll see if we can continue to work on that. Apologies uh, on, on this one, but um, it happens. Um, Bob, on your end, communicating. Uh, what do you guys do at Kalita Motorsports? Maybe what are some best practices uh, you know, to be able to you know, show the sponsor exactly what this relationship is truly doing for them? It goes back to staying top of mind quite frankly we work uh, very hard and diligently with pre-race during the race post-race communications um, we've got a, a master list of well over 150 people that we you know that we communicate to anytime we have a new partner or anything like that because we we want to be aware we don't want to overburden them because again with COVID and everything, everybody's doing tons of Zooms, everybody's, their emails going crazy. Uh, so we try to be respectful of that, but we also try to stay relevant and positive and creative because, you know, if, if you're going to be creative with everybody, and that's the beauty of our B2B program, because we try to utilize, you mentioned best practices. We share that information across the board with everybody, and we really you know, we try to connect everybody and let them run with it as well. Some partners have only been with us for a year. Other partners have been with us for, for 20 years. So you don't know where their, you know, marketing initiatives are, but us being the common denominator from a team perspective, we've pretty much done everything um, somewhere along the line. So if somebody comes to us with a, a, an idea, hey, can we try to do this with, with, Tony or Dave or any of your other partners, then yeah, we, we try to connect that up, make that happen, and then be a creative portion of that, whether it's utilizing our drivers, whether it's utilizing our crew chiefs, you know, anybody within the organization that can help that, you know, and when you think about the capabilities that we have, you know, we, we've got a company, Autodesk, that provides us the software for all of our CNCs, you know, which we've got 14 of them that make over a thousand parts and pieces for our race cars. Uh, we've expanded even now we're doing airplane parts that, that because Connie and Doug's businesses are, are growing so much, they need all the help that way too. So when you talk about engineering, you know, our, our Toyota partners with TRD and, and everything like that, we, we try to utilize those partners in, in, across all of our other partners. So we, I call it connecting the dots and that's what we've been able to do. And, and you know, with, Tony's a perfect example of that because we've been doing it together for 20 years. Um, and you just never know where these new opportunities and pockets may come in. But unless you ask the questions of what can we do for you? What are your initiatives and what matters most? Then we can kind of use it as a blank piece of paper and, and draw it up from there. That's awesome. All right, Dave, I want to try you again. We got you now. You got me now? Yes, sir. All right. Well, good. We'll give you the final 30 minutes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, uh, you know, let's talk about some of the uh, relationships and as they develop and, and being able to ask the right questions and figure out what your needs are as a sponsor. You know, I think a couple of the things are uh, working with Colette and Motorsports, identifying, you know, what we want to get out of the program. I think accessibility uh, B2B, as Tony said earlier, um, but bringing the customers into the motorsports who've never even been to a race before and giving them the full experience on uh, being able to sit there and watch the pit crew take down the car and rebuild it or get the chance to talk to Sean or JR, uh, that goes a long way with our customers. 
and I can't tell you how many times I've taken customers to the race and never been there. And I'll get a testimonial back after the race uh, on what a great experience is and how many people they're going to tell. And that just secures our relationship with the customer uh, by giving them that customer experience. Well, it's securing the business we have with that customer as well. And it looks for new opportunities within the organization also. So I think those are some of the key drivers as well as the B2B. You know, every time I go to a race, um, sitting there getting to talk to new sponsors, uh, new vendors, people I've never spoke to about, talking about what we can do as a DHL logistically for their company, as vice versa, they might have opportunities within DHL that I could connect the dots and, and put them in contact with the right people they need to speak to. So I think that's the value of the partnership there um, and, and moving forward, just to increase the business and accessibility. Yeah, which is fascinating. Um, you know, one of the questions that came, and, and, and Dave, I'll just throw this at you, and uh, Tony, curious as well. Someone asked, how detailed do you like a sponsorship deck? Let's say someone's presenting something to you. Maybe it's an idea that's coming from Bob. Maybe it's someone who's trying to pitch a new sponsorship, whatever it might be. Um, I think you obviously want to see that they're buttoned up, but how detailed do you want to see some of those presentations? Well, I can say offhand, <clears throat> Bob and Team Clit is very detailed. So, but I think the importance of that um, coming to a sponsor is give a case study, uh, something maybe we never thought about before in our organization to help promote uh, or increase business. And I think that's what Bob and his team does. They'll bring examples to you that they may have done with other sponsors that will help increase our business or do our business more efficiently. So I think they do a great job at that. How about you, Tony? Yeah, and I think that uh, it would just depend on what brand that we're looking to take into a, a partnership. You know, I think we have some brands that are North America focused. Uh, we have some brands that are global. So I think that, you know, as we look at partnerships, we look at, uh, you know, global reach, number one, you know, drag racing is, you know, mostly North America. But there is a ton of drag race fans all around the world that come from Australia. You know, um, I was on I was on a call the other day with somebody with from Australia that loved drag racing. So I think that global footprint is 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 big for us. I think national TV coverage is big. You know, having a TV package as Fox and things like that, getting our brands out in front of it. Uh, social reach from your social channels. Um, uh, you know, whether it's Instagram, whether it's, you know, Facebook, whatever, you know, I think your reach on social is very important to us. And, you know, primarily it's really, you know, what demographic are we trying to, uh, to reach, you know, with, with Coletta it would be, you know, drag racing, some marketing studies that we've done in, in the past, drag racing is professional technicians. They love to come and watch the crews work on those top fuel cars and, and those pro cars um, and using those tools uh, because that's what they do on a daily basis. So I get multiple re, uh, proposals on a daily basis. And you know I, I wanna respond to every one of them. Um, I believe every one of them that I read is, uh, is great opportunities. It's you really just gotta look at, you know, um, is it going to move the needle is it going to show us that return on investment? Is it going to help us sell security, uh, fasteners, tools, uh, whatever that may be? And, uh, you know, I, I, I hate to, I try to respond to everybody that responds to me. Sometimes I just don't get to it, but that's kind of what we look for. We want as much detail as we can, and we want to see how many people we're going to reach and if we're going to be able to drive revenue um, with these partnerships. You know, uh, yeah. free, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dave. No, Tony made a good point. You know, brand awareness, that visibility, especially for DHL being a global company. Um, you know, you never know when a CEO or executive is watching Fox uh, a live race and sees the DHL logo down there and says, hey, I've never tried them before. Maybe let's give them a shot. So I think brand visibility, you know, seeing that yellow car go down the track, uh, is is a great great partnership for us, DHL and Kaleta. So, 
I, I like that. Um, Bob, someone has asked, uh, how do you guys offer partners a realistic way to measure ROI? And I'm, you know, I'm sure every partner may measure that in a much different way, but you know, what can you offer to help with that? Because again, someone up the food chain is going to ask, why are we doing this? Why does this make sense? And, you know, obviously you want to present that to them in a way that shows that it does make sense and it is profitable for them ultimately. Yeah, we touched on it a little bit earlier about ROI. You know, that those are the those are the three magic letters that that everybody has to be responsible for uh, when they report up through their company. How is this benefiting us? So ROI for us, you know, as Tony mentioned earlier, there's so many different platforms now. You have social media, you have PR, you have TV. What we have done at Coletta Motorsports is invested in each each of those. In other words, we we use a third party, non-biased opinion company to track our social media, to track our PR, and to also track what we get on television. So those are investments that we make. So we're able to provide our partners tangible dollars, you know, so they can see that what their return is that way. Now, the intangible parts of that are the, the experiences that David mentioned too, whether it's an on-site and you give somebody something that they've never had before. Uh, you know, they walk away with an autographed piston from any of the drivers or uh, uh, something they didn't expect, but that may result in uh, a million dollar sale. You, you just don't know that. So those are the things that, and that's why we communicate the way that we do. So we we offer quarterly reports on all of our measurable metrics. And then we also, anything we can do to follow up with our partners on, do you have a special guest? Is there anything that we can do or send something from our race shop? Whether it's even a, an autographed thank you card for coming out and making time to come to our events. Those are all the little things that, you know, been in the sport a long time. And I started in the sportsman ranks and it's always being about how do you make it the best experience for everybody possible? Because you don't know who that other person is. Um, and it is that experiential piece of it that they have to leave there with a good feeling. Uh, not everybody likes nitromethane, but they're gonna remember that smell, whether they like it or not. So what you have to them, you have to leave them with something that's positive. And maybe it is a, an autographed piece or part that could be for their next door neighbor's kid or something like that. So you, you just gotta make sure that that memorable experience is something that either when Dave or Tony or anybody of our, any of our partners follow up with their customers, they get a report back like that was a really cool thing. Thank you for including me. And the next time I need to order something, I'm going to give you a call. Yeah, and just to expand on it just a little bit. You know, we talk about getting people to the track. You know, you can watch drag racing on TV and it's, it's cool, but until you get them to the track and they experience a warm up of, of the car, uh, the car going down the track, the smells, you know, all of our management team, you know, I always, I, 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 they say, you know, when we start looking at where we're gonna sponsor the next year and they say, we, we put together why slides on all of our programs. Why are we with, you know, Coletta Motorsports? Well, it's because of this demographic. It's about this many people, it's about this. But when we get them to the track and they actually experience it, they go, wow, we get it now. It's like plugging the cord into the wall and getting power, we get it. Um, and it's anybody that's out there, if they go to a race, um, uh, a drag race or a NASCAR race, and they see that our products are in being used. You know, when I walk down pit row at a NASCAR event and I see all of our DeWalt products and our Mac tool products all the way down pit road. If I, you know, go into the, the haulers, whether it's an NHRA race or a, 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 a cup race, and they're using our Vidmar cabinets or Lista cabinets in those trailers, the sports that we're involved in, we're, in, we're embedded into those sports. And getting people out and seeing that and getting to experience it and see our products in use. That's, that's a lot different than watching it on TV. I yeah. like that being embedded. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah. Tony hit it right on the head. I can't tell you how many times it's so different than watching race in person than on TV, but you get that customer or employee down to the track, smelling that nitro, feeling the rumble. 
uh, getting some rubber on your glasses. Um, that's a totally new experience. And it, it's a lifetime experience because I'll tell you, I take these customers to the track and, you know, they'll thank me after the experience, but I'll hear from them for years after that. They'll say, Hey, we're in Gainesville this weekend. How'd you guys do this weekend? How's Las Vegas looking? You know, they're constantly keeping in contact and the interest, it pulls in that interest. Uh, so I think that's, you couldn't hit the nail on the head even more. That That's the greatest experience that we see with these partnerships is what the customers and employees come out of by attending these races. Yeah, I agree with you guys wholeheartedly. I've, I've always said and try and preach that absolutely nothing, nothing replaces the actual at track experience because it is just simply incredible. And it doesn't matter if you're down in the pits or up in the grandstands, wherever it may be. Um, you know, from the midway to everything that you can see, being at track is uh, is truly uh, an incredible experience. Dave, I want to ask you about this too, is, you know, a lot of times we talk about sponsorship kind of being one-sided. What can the team do for you? And, and, and it is a partnership. And sometimes the B2B is also what can you do for the team. But for a sponsor, the race team is also an asset of yours as well. And I'm sure those ideas are constantly flowing both ways of things that you're coming up with at DHL to say, okay, how can we utilize Kalita Motorsports or any of our other racing assets to be able to expand upon this? Can you talk about that a little bit? I got to say that Kalita Motorsports goes out of their way. Uh, we have a lot of initiatives within DHL, whether it be Go Green, uh, breast cancer awareness, uh, Earth Day. And, you know, a lot of times Clit will, will bring a, a JR's car out to our plantation headquarters where employees can come down, ask questions, or they'll put an initiative on the car as it speeds down the raceway. But they definitely go out of their way and they work with our marketing team on a weekly basis uh, to come up with new ideas on how we can become better partners and help with our initiatives and vice versa. DHL helping with Clitus initiative. So um, they definitely go out of their way above and beyond. And like Bob touched on earlier, you know, safety is a key issue within DHL and having JR or Sean come out to a local station or speak over a Zoom call on what they see, even though they're going 330 miles an hour, uh, it resonates with our drivers and our employees. And you can't, you can't begin to believe you know, after that call is done, how they're talking about it or how excited it is. So it goes a long way for us, and we really appreciate what they do for us. How about on your side, Tony, when you've got that relationship, and, and obviously the flow of ideas goes both ways, but whether you're talking about, you know, activation with the team or something that you want to utilize the team for, how does that work on your end? Yeah, Bob said it a few minutes ago. He used the word, and I wrote it down, but options. I think that options is what every sponsor is looking for. Um, you know, when you go into a partnership and you, you you do a contract, when we sign a contract, we put it in the filing cabinet, and I kind of forget about a contract. When I bring a thought or an idea to a team, the first thing I don't want to hear is, you know, well, we can't do that. You know, that's not in our contract. I want them to say, well, you know, we can't do this, but we can do that. And it's about bringing options to the table. And it's about, you know, uh, collaborating together to, to deliver, you know, to maximize on the opportunity, whatever that may be. Um, and so, I, you know, whether it's, you know, a, a, a promotion that we're running, you know, like, like Dave was saying, whether it's a charity that we're supporting, uh, a campaign that we're running, you know, Coletta has always been uh, great at uh, helping us achieve our goals or giving us options to help us get across the finish line. I like that. You know, Bob, I'm curious from your end of things as well. Let's talk about growth and growing sponsorship. Um, most all of my experience comes from the racetrack side of things. And I've seen sponsors go from, you know, a, a simple billboard or midway, you know, uh, you know, sponsorship to all of a sudden growing up to a race entitlement, because all along the way, you know, you've just continued to deliver and, and do things that and present things that make sense. If you would, Bob, talk about growing sponsors, and it doesn't matter if they're the big one on the side of your car, or if they're maybe a smaller sponsor, what you can do to continue to further those relationships. It, it honestly goes back to the communication, you know, and being flexible. If somebody has a, a certain market that they're trying to grow their business in or something like that, and 
you know, you get creative on how to help them expand into that area. So you can take a small partner. We've, we've had many of them that started small and grew over time just because of they learn those experiences that they're getting. You know, again, it, it may start out as a, a product program that when they come to the race and they, they start finding the flexibility of bringing their partners or their guests or somebody like that to the race. And they're like, wow, how do we do more of that? Or I noticed, you know, watching the race on Fox that there's a little more room for our logo. Is there something that we can do there? Or can we utilize the drivers in a different capacity? You know, I mean, for us, it's whether we're trying to sell Toyotas every day for our Toyota partners or, you know, growing a new business that it could be as simple as, you know, a new partner, you know, we've been very, very fortunate to add several partners these last few years. And whether it's a fatheads eyewear that, that comes in and helps our drivers see better, or, you know, to, it, it, there's so many things that, again, flexibility, because we we're so capable across the board to be able to do different things. Uh, I, I mentioned the Autodesk, you know, the software side of it. That's something that they could help DHL and they have helped DHL set out warehouses and build warehouses because it's the same technology. So that is an opportunity for us to connect them up with other people. Um, but that's all done behind the scenes. You know, they may entertain a customer up in Seattle that's a really big machine shop or how, how, does, how do you tell a software company that we're going to help them grow their business, right? You have to be able to do things that other people cannot. And, and sometimes it's as easy as bringing them out to a race. Other times it's as easy, you know, it's making it a big billboard looking like this is the biggest thing ever and finding a way to maximize their investment and show them the flexibility that we can do. So for me, it's all about flexibility because when I introduce them to people like Dave and Tony and all of our other partners, they find ways to grow their business. And, and for that, it's the bottom line. You know, we've had a, a couple of questions coming through the chat uh, and Dave and Tony, I want to ask you and Bob, if you want to chime in as well, um, that involves the grassroots racer, the smaller race teams doing things. And, you know, you've got worldwide companies like DHL and Stanley Black and Decker. This is what we're talking about here today. But, you know, I mean, Dave, realistically, some of the things and a lot of the principles that we're talking about today, let's just say, you know, I want to, you know, find my local auto parts or car dealer, or whatever, and I'm looking for sponsorship on my car and I want my smaller team to grow. I mean, a lot of the principles that we're talking about here today, you know, I, I would assume they could still apply to anybody. What would, what advice would you have for a smaller grassroots type team? Yeah, I would just suggest, you know, working with your local teams. And I think Bob said flexibility, you know, if we can get you on a car or a logo, your logo somewhere to get that more visibility, uh, that would be my suggestion. So, I think that, that that question is probably more directed towards our marketing group, but that would be my, my insight there. Maybe Tony has a better insight. Yeah, as I've been talking, I've been seeing those questions pop up at the bottom. And so I wanted to kind of address that because, you know, um, you know, the grassroots racer, the, the, the smaller organization, they're not a Coletta. They don't have, I've seen one of the guys that we don't have 3000 technicians. We don't have, you know, you know, national TV coverage. Um, and, and, and it's really hard for those grassroots racers. It's really hard for those smaller teams to, to crack through and, and get that sponsorship. And the only suggestion that I would give, you know, say is keep knocking on doors, keep passing out business cards, keep sending proposals. You know, one door is going to close after another. You're going to hear 50 no's before you hear one yes. And so I would just say continue to, to knock on the door. And I always give everybody the opportunity, continue to follow up with me, all right? I might continue to say no, but you just never know when that next yes might come up. You know, we had, I was on a call this morning. We have a division in, in Michigan that they're going to do a small sponsorship with a small grassroots tracer there. And I was like, well, why do you want to do this? And they said, Tony, we need awareness of our plant in this town. We need awareness for people to know that we're hiring in this area, all right? And I said, that makes sense, all right? It doesn't make sense to put this on Coletta's car because it's not, it, it's, it's, it's a certain target audience that they're trying to reach. 
So I would just suggest continue to knock on doors, continue to pass out business cards. You know, uh, Carl Edwards went to races every weekend and passed out business cards until he finally got a seat. Um, continue to knock on doors, continue to pass out business cards. Don't get frustrated, continue to send proposals. And, you know, somebody will finally say yes to you. That's, that's the only advice that I could possibly give. Yeah, I, I want to ask you, and Tony, I'll start with you while we're talking. Um, look, for racers, winning is absolutely everything. Um, and I know winning is very important to a lot of people. But on the sponsorship level, uh, it's not just about collecting trophies, is it? You know, it's not, but it sure helps. I'll tell you that. You know, um, we've been with Coletta now for 20 years. You know, Dougie has not won a championship. But he's been tw he's been second. Um and you know what? He's always there on Sunday. He's always making rounds. He's getting TV visibility. He's winning trophies. Um, so, yeah, I mean, winning, we want to be affiliated with winners, whether it's in Major League Baseball, whether it's in soccer, whether it's in NASCAR or NHRA drag racing. Winning does matter. Um, you know, we want our, you know, the more you win, the more visibility you get. So, uh, so I don't want to say winning doesn't matter. Because uh, it does. But if you deliver on visibility, experience, revenue, living out purpose, you know, those are the things that really matter. How about you, Dave? No, Tony said it best. Uh, you know, winning's not everything, but it makes Sundays a lot more sweeter. Uh, we do a lot of sponsorships, and it, it's nice to see whoever we're sponsoring be in that winner circle and give us the visibility especially as a global company. So, but yeah, you know, uh, we were fortunate enough when I came into this role in 2018, JR won the, the world championship. And, you know, I thought that happened every year and it doesn't. So it's much more sweeter. So, but uh, no, we've been fortunate. Um, you know, JR and Sean have done a great job for us and seeing that car in the winner circle is just tremendous. So, uh, they do a lot for us as far as brand awareness, and that means a lot to our company as well. Bob, I know that's always a great phone call to make when you've got successes on the track to be able to share with your partners and sponsorships. But what else are you sharing with them? Well, yeah, I mean, anytime you win, that's that's what everybody wants to hear because they, that, that is part of their investment. And unfortunately, in our sport, you're not going to win every race. And what you have to be able to do is deliver every day. If we help them grow their businesses every day, what we do on the weekends and, and Sunday in the winter circle is, is icing on the cake. They invest in us as an organization. If winning is what it's all about, you're not going to have a 20-year relationship. It just doesn't exist in, this today, in today's model. Um, you have to build it like a foundation of we need to hit all these objectives. And once we do that, the winning becomes... Uh, again, the icing on the cake, because it, if we could win every race, we would. And we've been given every resource possible by Connie and his iconic status in this sport. He's forgotten more than most of us will ever know about what's going on in drag racing. And, you know, it's just not easy. It's it's not one of those things. And, and uh, that's the part where you have to put on, and, and I'll, I'll take this back a little bit to the sportsmen guys and girls out there that are that are watching you have to have a presentation like you are a professional team because companies will not invest in you if you're not something that's a good representative of their organization. But if you have a professional looking deal and you know, everything's clean and you're always buttoned up and you know, you're proactive on social and you've got all these other elements for you, that is going to help you get to the next level. And those are the things that we continue day in and day out here. You know, we're very fortunate. We've got a, a PR manager, a social media manager, a new business development manager, myself and, and Chad Head. Collectively, we've got 125 years of experience in motorsports. So you had that with, and that doesn't even include Connie. And, you know, there's people that have worked here for over 30 years. So take that knowledge and share it together and work together as one team. And, and a lot of people out there will see us. We're three cars, but we're one team. And that's the way this organization has always been. And it's the only way that it's going to win for all of our partners. Yeah, that's it, very well said, Tony. I'll just add on to that. And I just seen somebody, you know, they said appearance uh, and professional, professionalism. You know, 
when I think of of Doug Coletta's Mac Tools Top Fuel team, um, it is the most perfect pit area that you can eat off the floor in that pit area. When when our customers come in and they're in the hospitality and everything's clean, everything's wiped down, everything is perfect. That just shows the presence of of of, of the team. Um, you know, I think, and I go back to you know, many, many years sponsoring Kenny Bernstein and the Budweiser Top Fuel Dragster. You know, when you walked into his pit area, um, it was perfect. And when I think of Coletta Motorsports and any of those teams, and, and, and Dougie's, because it's the Mac Tool team, it is about the presence. It's about a clean pit area. It's about the professionalism. It's about the uh, crews being uh, in, in nice, clean uniforms. Um, and, it, and it's about, you know, being humble. And um, that's when I think of Coletta Motorsports and investing into a partnership, that's what I think about. Consistency. Yeah, I would say that just to touch upon what Tony said, it's consistency. You know, one thing you notice, whether you're going to hospitality in Brainerd or in Gainesville or Sonoma, it's always the same, clean, efficient, customer-friendly, same with JR's pits, the crew, um, you know, the crew members, JR, they all go out of their way uh, to be friendly to our customers, give them that experience. And that goes a long way with us and executives at DHL. And it means, it means quite a lot as a partner. Yeah. Very well said. Look, if you're going to sweat the details on your race car, you need to sweat the details on everything around your race car and the way it looks. Um, before we wrap up here a little bit, uh, I just want to ask all three of you, Bob, I'll start with you. Is there any final thoughts that you want to share? Maybe something we didn't touch on or something you want to close with? Uh, well, just appreciate the opportunity. Uh, again, this is this platform that the e-part trade has is, is not necessarily about sponsorship. It's but it's a racing platform and we know there's a lot of manufacturers involved. We know there's a lot of racers out there that are trying to do the same objectives that we are. So to provide the insight, uh, we appreciate that opportunity. And uh, you know, if, if there's a way to help the sport, that's what we want to do. You know, that whether it's a young aspiring racer that is five years old, that starts out in a junior rate, junior ranks and, and works their way up. These are building blocks that uh, based on the, 62 years of experience that Connie has. So um, we're, we're where we are because of everybody here that builds, every, you know, that comes to shows up every day, works hard to try to make our, our business the best it can be, you know, driven by Chad head. And, you know, he's a go-getter, you know, he, there's nobody here sitting still. And that's the way Connie's always done it. That's the way Doug runs his business. And so that, as Tony said earlier, just keep trying, stay positive, keep trying, and uh, just appreciate everybody's time. Obviously, Tony and, and Dave have gone out of their way to, to support us today. And uh, to any aspiring people out there or manufacturers that are interested in growing or learning about their businesses as well as ours, we open up that opportunity anytime. Tony, how about you? Any final thoughts? Yeah, well, first of all, I want to thank Epart Trade for, for putting us on and giving me the opportunity uh, and the platform to, to, to speak today. Um, you know, Coletta Motorsports, 20 years. Thank you for everything that you've done for our, our company, our brand, our distributors. Uh, our franchisees is the reason why we're there. It's not any other reason. It's about selling tools off of a truck. Um, it's, it's about anybody using tools in our industry, whether it's construction, automotive, you know, plumbing, electrical, whether you're using a Mac tool, a DeWalt tool, you know, a Stanley tape major, whatever, it's about those customers. And we just want to, I want to thank them for their business uh, because we would not be where we are today without those customers. Very well said. How about you, Dave? Any final thoughts? No, Brad, I appreciate you and EPAR Trade allowing us to come uh, on today to talk about sponsorship. Uh, hopefully, at least anyone listening in will take one tidbit and might help them out. Uh, that means we accomplish what we set out for. Uh, as far as Team Coletta, you know, as far as the aviation piece, you know, since 88 with uh, Connie, that partnership between us and, and them, as well as the last 14 years uh, with the motorsports team, and my last four years of involvement with uh, Team Coletta has been an absolute pleasure, and we hope for another 50, 100 years. So thanks, guys. Well said. Thank you all. Francis. 
Well, thank you, gentlemen. What a great session. And uh, I'm glad we figured out the sound issue with you, Dave. We had a little uh, uh, moment where we got scared, but it all worked out. Uh, terrific webinar, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to see you in a couple of weeks in Las Vegas um, for the race. We'll be there. And uh, next week, we are going to host a webinar. We'll still be in drag racing because we're going to be talking chassis and suspension with uh, S&W race car, Judy, correct? Yep, that's right. And, and the webinar will be hosted by uh, Jeff Hammond. So thank you very much. And uh, the webinar today has been recorded. It will be posted on the ePortrait platform in a couple hours and also be available on YouTube, Facebook, and different uh, social media. So stay with us and we'll see you. Uh, no, I mean, uh, uh, come back with us next week and, uh, and we'll see you uh, and we'll talk about uh, drag racing, suspension, and chassis. Thank you very much. Thank you all. Thank you all. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.